This is the Talk Theater in Chicago interview podcast. I'm your host this week, Ann Nicholson Weber, and I'm joined by Jason Danielly and Carmen Cusack, who are appearing in Sunday in the Park with George at Chicago Shakespeare Theater. And I've asked them to join me to talk specifically about singing Sondheim. Sondheim is kind of notoriously complex musically. So uh, maybe we could just start with Jason and, and you could talk. You've done, I know, at least concert versions of other Sondheim music. Have I've you... done concerts that have included songs of uh, Sondheim, uh-huh. but I've never done uh, a, a full musical, even in concert uh-huh. uh, version of his. But yes, I have done a considerable amount of them, recorded music of his. And then Carmen, what's your experience with Sondheim? Well, very much like Jason, I did uh, concerts uh, with his music, mm-hmm. and I always thought, I always enjoyed doing his songs because I always thought that they did just, he writes for actors. Right. Um, the way he puts thoughts and, 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 and notes together, they just come, they flow so honestly mm-hmm. with the feeling, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought it would just become, it would be so easy to just go into one of his shows and it would just. To sing a lot of those. Yeah, it would be easy to learn. And mm-hmm. it, and actually it was not. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd never done a full piece either of Sondheim's, but I always wanted to. And I thought that it would be a lot easier than it was. And boy, did I get a shock on the first day of rehearsal here <laughs> <laughs> because it, it is very challenging. And yet it's still completely honest, but it, the way he writes is like so often how we think and how we think doesn't necessarily flow into the next thing. Right. Associative and meandering. Yeah, so finally, once you do learn it, then it just, it's like this massive light bulb comes that comes on and you think, oh, mm-hmm. God, it is so simple, but it's not <laughs> at the uh-huh. same time. He often makes the acting choices for you, yes, and the yes. right acting choices. Yes, the correct We don't always right. speak in, you know, linear sentences. We, we fragment and jump ahead to another moment we jump backward and particularly i think in this piece with uh george uh, surat he's constantly on different paths uh-huh. and so the music sounds like it's just con- consistently going like during uh, uh, color and light um he's talking um about the colors that he's dabbing on the on the page red 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 orange mm. red orange blue pick up red mm-hmm. okay pick up red pick up orange uh then he's talking about dot being around the corner but he's still uh, multitasking with his, uh, with his painting. Right. So he's, uh, blue, 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 still sitting, red, that perfume, blue all night, blue, green, the window shut. You know, he, it, you don't have a chance to think and then act, mm-hmm. which I think is the best acting is when you're not taking the moment, mm-hmm. taking the beat, changing, you know, leading the audience to think, I'm going to talk about dot around the, mm-hmm, you know, the corner. Mm-hmm. You just do it. You speak in the stream of consciousness. I don't think I took a breath during that whole it just, idea. It just right. <laughs> and, and so, but when you look at it on the, on the page and there are all these black dots uh-huh. and weird, you know, continuous thoughts, you, you sometimes can freak out. Oh my God, this is going to be extremely challenging. <laughs> right. Well, thank you so much for, um, uh, queuing us up there because I want to play just an excerpt of, um, of color and light. So those who aren't familiar with the show have an idea of the kind of music we're talking about. And you look inside the eyes. He clips the red cheeks. And you catch him here and there. 
wide eyes studying around. But it's never really there. You see all of the parts and none of the whole. So you wanted me to know. But the way she gets light. And the color of her Thank you both so much. That is obviously your performances. Um, and that duet, I think, points out one of the things that Sondheim, exactly what you were talking about, Jason, where there's so many things going on at once. These mm. two characters are singing a duet, but they're not singing at all about the same thing. Um, and there's the, I guess the thing that strikes me the most about it is the complexity of the accompaniment underneath mm-hmm. what you're doing. Not only are you both kind of free associating, but then there's this very uh, complicated accompaniment musically. So does that, is there anything you can say about working with the underscoring that's specific to Sondheim, different from what you're used to, things that have come up as you've been learning this show that felt different from other kinds of music you've done? It's very, it's like, it's so intense. And there's this, where by in my character, she's got to be so free and so easy and mm-hmm. just so everything just, she's just this crazy crazy fun loving gal in a lot of ways and yet very edgy and very you know she's got a lot of colors to her but I found I found it hard to relax and be in my moment because there's this intensity in this in the music um there's just this I mean it's like um poking it yeah it's so intense and so nerve-wracking so I guess that it took me a while to finally just, okay, relax, Carmen. You know what the, the next line is. Mm. You know what you're doing. Just don't let it get to you. <laughs> and I think to add on to that, I think, and I'm sure, I'm certain, uh, and I won't speak for him, but I just feel that this is probably true, that Steve wrote the, that music um, because uh, in that fashion, like uh, Color and Light, mm. that the world is their world, Dot and George's world mm. are are dominated by his obsession with painting. Mm-hmm. There are very few moments when they're, except at the end of um, the duet part, right, uh, which is Color which, and Light, which is when they're sort of coming together and mm-hmm. they're sort of becoming, a, there's sort of a romantic sweeping feel underneath that. And you can mm-hmm. feel, you mm-hmm. can sense the the passion in their relationship. But ultimately, it goes back to... And... She, um, I mean, Dot's journey is, is extraordinary in that, um, the woman that she is in this period, um, she is trapped, um, not necessarily in the relationship, but trapped as a woman, not able mm-hmm. to have her own voice, not to mm-hmm. be able to do things on her own, not to have a job. She's modeling, mm-hmm. you know, basically for food and board in, in a sense, uh, just to live. She loves him, but, uh, right. But then there's that constant thing, and she wants to be free. And when she, when ultimately she decides to to move on from their relationship, mm. and uh, we do not belong together, she says, "I'm going off with Louis to America. I have to be my own woman. I'm going to America, where there's a potential Chance for women to be free." To be free yeah. um, then it, the music really the music opens, opens up, opens so up, she doesn't yeah. have to fight mm. that pointillistic. Uh, and also she kind of takes over that we do not belong together musically. She takes over and it becomes more about 
her taking control mm. of the situation. Mm. And the music just works so perfectly for all. Thanks for bringing that up, Jason. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that <laughs> for me as well. Constantly, well, <laughs> constantly, uh, there every day, every show, every, if we do two shows, there are two lessons or more than two lessons uh, to learn. Well, let's, let's go back to the rehearsal process and, um, uh, I know that, well, why don't you just describe how you begin learning the music, who you coach with, when you bring it together with instruments, and kind of what you had to, what the challenges were at each um, stage. So, Carmen? Oh, goodness. You're going to start with me. <laughs> um, well, I, 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 as soon as I, I, we finished negotiating, I asked for them to, to send me the script. Mm. And I thought I was going to have time to really dig into it. And I did not have a lot of time prior to rehearsal because I was planning a wedding. Um, still so planning a wedding. Still planning a wedding. <laughs> so, but I thought, no, this is going to be great. This is going to be, you know, and it mm. is, it is a great experience. Mm. But boy, oh boy, I wished I'd had more of a chance mm -hmm. to do my homework prior to rehearsals because I was, I was, um, really shocked, um, at, everyone else's <laughs> grasp of the piece. Uh -huh. and, and You were a little behind? And you me, no. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not, right, not right. quite there. Right. So the first couple of weeks were probably the most stressful that I've ever, ever mm -hmm. had mm. in my career so far. Um, I did not. I, I just kept to lot. myself and, but for those first two weeks. she's very fast. So uh -huh. she's, she, could, she, she felt that, but I she wasn't up, but I, yeah, showing right. that. I wasn't there at the time. And, right. um, and boy, and I, of course, Jason has the bulk of some of the heavier, love the longer songs, mm. and he has, and he, he was on his mark from day mm. one, and and he really kicked me up, right. up my, raised the bar a little bit, what? right? Yes, <laughs> yes, he kicked me up the wazoo, and and I got myself together. But you were great, and because I thought, oh, okay, well, I knew this is what this I is what we got to do. The piece, I mean, not knew it, knew it, but I was very familiar with it for a very long time, and I mm -hmm. knew it was going to be. Extremely challenging. You knew so what you were up against. I needed yeah. to get she was on a little naive, maybe. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, and Dot, when I'd seen it, I, I thought, well, Dot's a, that's a great part, but it's uh, not as challenging as George's. Right. It's going to be a, a, a walk in the park for right. me. And uh -huh. I was <laughs> not. <laughs> right. Well, talk about even just very, you know, specifically, you get the score, you get the script. Do you sit there at the piano and start picking things out? Do you listen oh, no. to recordings? Do you just wait until you turn up and someone's going to. No. Um, I like to get my teeth into the dialogue. Mm -hmm. I like to get started with where I think the character is, mm -hmm. who I, how I can relate to that character, right. and what kind of honesty I can bring mm -hmm. to the plate. Um, what kind of voice can I bring to the part? And do you, you don't mean vocally specifically. You just I do. Mean, I, you I do, do think actually. I mean vocally as how well as. How would Dot speak? Yeah. Uh -huh. How, how old might this person be? Uh -huh. Where is she in her head? What are her uh, frustrations? What are her inspirations? You know, I like to get all of that because musically, um, you know, I've, I've been singing and, and performing song, you know, it, from the age of five in front of large audiences. So m music has never been my main, cha my, my bigger challenge. Uh -huh. I, I like to just let that settle in. Mm -hmm. You know, as it, I'm pretty fast when it mm -hmm. comes to, mm -hmm. and then I got here. <laughs> you're very fast when you got here. <laughs> it's a good thing be. that you were fast, right? <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I think we start, well, we do, we start off the first day, um, of rehearsal, uh, with the music director, Brad Hack, mm -hmm. was ours, our music director, is our music director for this show. An amazing, 
really, really talented guy. And lucky for me, he kind of already knew where my problems were going to be. I mean, he was so quick on anticipating where my issues were going to be. And so he, we were, we worked quickly together, but yeah, the first day is sitting down with the piano and, and going through the music. And then you start with Gary. Gary likes to put things up immediately. Mm. And so if you're still the on director, book, so, mm-hmm. that can be a bit of a challenge, which it was for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not a lot of table work. But then work. that it was great that he worked that way because it's interesting. This piece, usually with um, with shows or the musicals that I've done, you you do scene to scene to scene. And there's usually a song or two in each scene that finally gets you to the place you have to go. But with this particular show, it doesn't work like that. It's like large, large pieces of music where people are just kind of intertwining Mm. and there's no scene to scene. Mm -hmm. And so the way you learned it, well, at least it was challenging to learn it because the way of it. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I had to learn it differently than how I've ever had to learn anything, mm-hmm. which in itself is a challenge. And that was just because you had to master the whole of it before you could had really to get master my head a around piece? what it was is that what about. You're saying? I mean, I knew what it was about, but right. I had to get my head around the flow uh-huh. of the piece because uh-huh. it doesn't flow as a nor- as a normal formulated musical does. Right. Well, you said that Brad was really good at uh, anticipating your challenges. Now, did you mean literally? This is a really hard interval and it's hard to learn that piece of it or is it vocally or is it dramatically? Um, I guess it was just you think that you know where you're going from one uh, measure to the next because it almost seems like it's going to go there again mm. and yet it doesn't and it could be one or two notes that do something ever so slightly uh-huh. different. Uh-huh. Um, and so your head thinks, okay, this is, it's uh, not monotonous, mm-hmm. but it's, it's Repetitive. just a repeat mm-hmm. and it is not, it's... nothing is ever repeated. Mm-hmm. And yet it feels like it is. Right. He tricks you a little bit. Right. It'd be easier not if it a little were all bit. He tricks different. you a lot. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Huh? But even the simple songs, well, one would perceive as a simple song. He sings a song called, uh, lesson number eight. Very simple. I Sam, see Sam run kind right. of thing. And you would think that would be easy. Um, and then the melody slightly shifts. Uh-huh. It sounds like it's the same, but it, it actually, each one progressively goes, um, Charles has a ball. Charles shows him his crayons. Marie has the ball of Charles. The, the figures mm. are related, but they're, chroma- they're going up. chromatically mm-hmm. up. And then at the end of that, it comes back down. Mm-hmm. But beautiful. And that's just an example of one of the songs that are might seem to be easy, but are, right. you have to think about Can it. Can I just share something? Yes. For the first time I heard anyone sing that song was you in this in this very room. And it was, I think, the end of the second week when I was going through just questioning, what am I still doing in this business if this is so hard, <laughs> banging my head against a wall? Yeah. And I sat in here and you sang that song, probably for the first time in front of us as well. I had to leave the room to collect myself yeah. because it was so pertinent to what I was going through and so moving in this way that's undescribable. I just needed to share that with you. Thank you. Because I needed to let loose and just get my emotions out and move on with the day because I was just so pent up and I heard him sing that song in this rehearsal and it just... It crushed me. Opened it up. But I was able to stand back up and I felt much better afterwards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's the beauty of this piece is that um, I mean, artists really can identify with it, right. particularly when um, you were asking how we um, learned this, and, and I'll answer that question mm-hmm. sort of through this uh, example, is that we get to 
live this piece eight times a week, um, and we get to. I mean, it's work, and it's and it's not easy. But the moments that give back to us, yeah, like lesson number eight mm. in the rehearsal room for Carmen, or when she sings children in art, and I mm-hmm. I get to think about the, the gift of music that my grandmother gave me at a very early age, mm-hmm. sitting around the piano. Right. I'm looking at my grandmother tell me to to go back. You, this is your connection. Your art, or or in my case, music. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, continue it. It just keeps giving back. Yeah. Um, so um, if the audience loves it, that's great. But we're just having a grand time <laughs> uh-huh. um, every night. growing. Uh-huh. And, and learning and, about making art from someone mm-hmm. who and really living, mm-hmm. I think even even bigger than just the arts. Mm-hmm. I've had friends who are not in the, um, the arts um, that have been able to identify with m- moving on to another point in their life, mm-hmm. and because um, that's what the sort of penultimate song in the show, "Move On," when Dot manifests, uh, comes back to George, contemporary George, because he needs to hear quit. Living in the past. Mm-hmm. If you if you do that, you're never going to get anywhere. Right. You have to live in the moment, and you have you can't project on what's going to happen. You just to let let life come to you, and and do uh, go out into life as your own person, and just being yourself. Just everything be. will be new and will be unique because mm-hmm. you are you, mm-hmm. and that's a really hard lesson to mm-hmm. comprehend. But I can't imagine what it would be like to. To articulate it through words and music, mm-hmm. I think it's it's done simply so that everyone can understand it mm-hmm. um, beautifully. Well, before we started recording, Carmen mentioned that one of the challenges for her in this piece is that so much of it is so moving. Well, this started because I said that I was in floods of tears for big chunks of the performance when I was watching it. And Carmen said, yeah. And for us, of course, as performers, we feel that. But if you're going to sing the high note, if you're going to sing any note, you can't get all choked up. You have to. So talk a little bit about how you um, uh, corral the emotion in a way that helps and doesn't hinder your performance. Um, I, I guess my biggest challenge with that w- is um, in the song "We Do Not Belong Together," mm-hmm. which um, is kind of is the penultimate song of Act One. It kind of is heading in that direction. Yeah, I mean it's it's the one where she decides to yeah. uh, uh, remove herself from the uh, relationship permanently. It's mm-hmm. the big sad breakup moment mm-hmm. right. that Dot all of a sudden realizes that she'll never be able to. She cannot and and will not see the future out with George. Mm-hmm. Um, because now she's seven months pregnant mm-hmm. and she realizes that this child probably needs a father that can relate and connect mm-hmm. to her child. And right. George has an issue with connecting. Um, Think of those Without dots. giving up too much of the storyline. <laughs> right. Um, the, that song in particular, because she's seven months pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. m- most women I, I would think at seven months are very emotional and mm-hmm. going through a major breakup. Um, and it's so, um, the music is so rich and mm-hmm. romantic and tragic. Um, so trying to keep that together, but then realizing that that's absolutely necessary to keep it together. I'm not the one that needs to be crying right now. Right. I'm but the you one mean that has you to, as Dot. As Dot, Dot yes. would be saying to Me herself. Me as Dot. Mm-hmm. Dot. Dot's not the one that should be crying right now. And yet mm-hmm. I was crying for her. Mm-hmm. And that was incorrect. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> At the, during rehearsals, I just, it was so, tra- to me, it was just so tragic. So you do have to remove yourself to some degree and mm-hmm. you just have to really 
truly try and place yourself in that person's perspective. And, and that's, I think that was the intent of what, what Stephen wanted for the piece. And that's certainly what Gary told me to do. Mm-hmm. And he was right. I think that's one of the biggest, um, challenges for young actors, singers mm-hmm. is, um, you can't get emotional. Yeah. You if you if you show your emotion, then you undercut the emotion that the audience can feel. Right. You Off, have to be when, the vehicle. When you just actually sing it through and and you know color it. I mean, if you need to be emotional, you need to be emotional. But oftentimes, when it gets over emotional, if you're crying, the audience isn't going to cry. They're not going to mm, go there yeah, because you're doing it, you for did them. it for them. Um, mm-hmm. But to to get through those moments, uh, of course, when you when you either laugh very hard or you are you crying hard, you're the first thing that constricts your your neck and right. tenses up, and my my voice pitches higher when that happens, uh-huh. and you just it, it's um it's a mind. I I use the Alexander technique, um, and you know breathing mm-hmm. and being centered and being in a in a good posture so that you can just be the vessel and, and to fill yourself up with air and then relax. I mean, those are the mechanics of right. trying to get through an emotion and then to sing a high, you know, A or whatever right. is necessary. Right. So you, you have to disassociate yourself physically, uh, intellectually and emotionally, but also make it look like it's all together. So how do you do that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> I, you know, um, I have, fortunately, my real emotional stuff doesn't really lie in, uh, in the music. Um, <laughs> you mean in this part? In this part. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's learning uh, in act two and the, the lessons that he's learning really kind of come together at the end when he's, uh, the really the end part uh, dot why did you write these words and, mm-hmm. and list the words that Surat uh, had spoken so many times that dot wrote down in her grammar book and when that starts that's when the emotion really comes back because he's learning the lesson he is mm-hmm. being filled up with the muse of dot and the the, the uh, spirit of his mother and and the, the characters and the, and the painting um, but the other day um, after um, children in art when Marie is wheeled off and you think he thinks this is the last time I'm going to see the only other person that I am related to. I'm mm-hmm. the last person in this family. It really hit me hard. And uh, Derek Hasenstab, who plays uh, Franz, uh-huh. he, he, cause I, I really, I could barely get the words out. Uh-huh. And all I have to say is connect George connect uh-huh. and then walk off stage. He said, Oh my God, we broke Jason. He's broken. <laughs> you know, right. fortunately those moments you can't afford to do it, but, um. Well, fortunately it wasn't before a big number, right? Exactly. You walk off, right? Yeah. Right. Um. Well, um, one of the things that Sondheim says about his songs is that they are one acts. Each song is a, is a one act. Does that reverberate for you? Does, do you know what he's talking about? Yeah. I see nods. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're so, they're so complete. Um, I'm sure he can speak to some songs he doesn't feel that are complete. Um, mm-hmm. Geniuses are like that. Like, oh, that song is not good. All right. That, oh, this old thing. <laughs> he doesn't right. like Maria from West Side Story because he, for certain reasons, that right. he's written in his books. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are. They're very complete. Um, there's a beginning, a middle, and end for each of them. Actually, speaking of 
having sung um, a lot of Sondheim, my wife and I have an album and we have a suite of Sondheim songs on there with five different songs from five different shows. Uh, Happiness from Passion, Good Thing Going from Merrily. Uh, um, and three others. And three others, yes. <laughs> right. And yes, thank you. Um, but each one... It is um you can remove it from the show uh-huh. where you do move on at the end, but it's not in the context of the show right, right. It, it is really there's a lesson to be learned just in the song itself each of those songs we took them out and put them into their own arc and they so can stand alone they can stand alone. they're different of course right I, I mean, mean you have to imbue them as the, the actor with a different sense right um, and but that they do right they can do that right. Um, and did did you have anything? Well, to- in just in a simpler way, but how, how many pages is putting it together? I don't know. It's like it's an eleven eleven minute song. It's an eleven minute yeah. song. I mean, that's an right. Act <laughs> right. <laughs> well, for one thing, a lot has to happen. Then, I mean, usually a song yeah. can be about one emotion, right, or maybe two. It, it, a simple song from a you know early uh, mid twentieth century musical isn't going to go that long because it's not about as much it seems like he just keeps the play going more rather than the songs being a step outside of the play does that well i'm thinking of of, um the day off our day off sunday our day off Hmm. that's actually a song but then i have a a, everybody loves louis song that's that's in the middle of this song that still hasn't finished yet so Mm -hmm. it's just this it's kind of it's really difficult to very layered it's like yeah it's like mm-hmm. a rush, Russian dolls, they're all kind of inside right. each other. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. When we heard that a little bit with Color and Light, the two very different trains kind of moving along together but but joining. Um, well, uh, both of you have what I imagine is the challenge of playing two different roles in um, Act One and then in Act Two, and particularly, Carmen, in your case, singing in a very different voice because you play a, an old, old woman. Um, and I thought that was honestly remarkable the way you did that and the, and vocally what you did. And it reminded me that, you know, when you, I, I actually am trained as a singer and you have this sort of ideal voice that you're trying to go for as a classical singer. And of course it's colored by the music you're doing, but you're not playing a character. So you both have the um, additional challenge that, you're using your character's voice to sing to some degree, right? Mm-hmm. And certainly that piece that you do as the old woman, what's the name of it again? The song that she sings children is and Children and That's Art. Children and Art, which yes. you've been talking about, right? Singing that old, was it vocally challenging? Was it dangerous even physically? I mean, I was worried um, about it. <laughs> oh, were you? Because <laughs> well, you, you have that cracked quality of an older yeah, voice. Yeah, well, I, I just have to put it, I, I, I'm glad that I, I decided to take a year out of musical theater and mm. just be a jazz singer for a year. Uh-huh. And I found a different voice in that and, and a different style of singing. Yeah. But luckily, with my opera training, which I, I start, I learned how to sing through, I mean, I had opera training at a young age. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that the opera training has, has sustained me mm-hmm. through all the different styles that I've done. But yeah, Marie is, is just a little, she's, she's like a, a soul, soul jazz singer. <laughs> Cause she's got a southern accent. She comes from Charleston, South Carolina. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I just went back to my southern roots and, 
my jazz experience uh-huh. in London and just kind of found found her voice uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. Well, how much are you doing that? Um, so you have, um, Jason, a, a less dramatic contrast between George Sr. and the, the descendant. Did you actually change how you sang at all? Did you change your vocal approach to the music for those two different guys? Oh, no. I mean, it, it all comes from um, good classic foundation mm-hmm. um but i think Surratt has um an older quality so i he, i i give him more of a baritone quality mm-hmm. um but there's only so much you can do with 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 um the role because it is a huge range mm-hmm. i mean from the uh spot the the black dog and the, the painting that i voice and fifi the other dog just in that one song alone right. i think it's like two and a half octaves yeah. you know and growling and yapping just to explain cuz that sounds really weird if someone <laughs> has seen the seen the show so sura is actually sketching uh, the uh, two of the three dogs that are in, in the painting right and Throughout the day, the day off, the sequence that we were discussing uh-huh. earlier, where he's sketching all the different characters in the park, he sings with them, voices them, right. yeah, sort of takes on put himself in their heads, kind yes, of, yeah. and vice versa. So he's somewhat um, he's voicing a, 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 what Spot might be thinking about mm-hmm. the grass and the weeds and the right. dirty socks in the park, and Fifi is you know hitting on Spot. So right. um, there, it's a little comic number, obviously, but. <laughs> Which, of course, is a perfect parallel to Color and Light, right? Where, um, uh, where Dot is focused completely on George, and George <laughs> is focused completely on the subjects right. around him. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I again, I find that just the idea that you would try to bring a different vocal quality to a long stretch of music because you're playing that character pretty interesting. And I, um, I. I'm influenced by everything, whether, I mean, and I'm sure Carmen is the same way, the, the script, the situation, mm. the characters. But I'm also, and I'm very happy about the fact that we have, uh, 12, uh, orchestra members. We have mm. the full complement of the original Broadway, uh, orchestra. Not slim down. And, yeah. and yeah. I'm also, um, yeah, there's no reduction in, mm. in that. And, uh, but I'm also the, uh, the French horn, if it's playing, I, you know, change the timbre of my voice mm-hmm. to match that. Or if it's the triangle mm-hmm. that's accompanying me during um, color and light, but, 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 or, mm-hmm. but, but there's a like crispness or, yeah, to yeah. the, there should be, at least for me. Uh, well, is there anything that you, having been through this experience now of preparing this piece and performing it for several weeks, and by the way, going to perform it for several weeks longer than you necessarily counted on because it's been extended. Um, is there something that you, if you were like advising a young singer who just found out that they got cast in a Sondheim show, that you would say, oh, now one thing you should keep in mind is? Don't let it overwhelm you. Mm. <laughs> try and enjoy it. Yes, it is challenging, but just try and embrace it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as easy as you might think. <laughs> so do your homework. Do your homework. <laughs> right. you do as much homework as you can before you show up for, uh-huh. for yeah, the first day of school. Uh-huh. And Jason, do you anything? I think it's, that's that's a really good thing to say is do your homework, but relax. Yeah. Because as soon as you start overthinking it and mm-hmm. getting, in, getting in your way, then that's when the, the mechanics get gummed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm learning, I, I, need to, I need to learn it so well that I can do it and do 
two other things. Right. Jogging, um, you know, doing manual things, physical things. Rubbing your belly. Exactly. (laughs) Tapping your So you're not thinking of it because I am picking up paintbrushes and I'm moving beer bottles and I'm painting air and, you know, and you have to be able to do that and not think about what's the next word coming out and what's Mm -hmm. the, oh, it's flatted this time when I do it. Oh, no, now it's sharp. Uh, you have to do it in the same way with scripts too. You have mm-hmm. to have so down that soaked in. Mm-hmm. You don't think about it at all. Yeah. Right, right. It's a lot of work to get there. Right. Yeah, but um, so start early. That seems to be the, <laughs> <laughs> the consensus yeah. here. Good. Well, thank you very much for joining me to talk about sure, it. Sure. Thanks.